Eam is a podcast that connects women who are eager to grow in their relationship with God, living out the living word of God each day. Season three, guys! I can't believe it. I actually can't believe it. <laughs> Thank God for everything. Um, I, I didn't think we were going to... We just recently... Mm-hmm. Um, it was our one-year anniversary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is so wild to think about. Um and we're actually, guys, so you guys might not know this, and this might not be as exciting to our listeners as it is to me right now, or to us, but we're actually in the same room recording yes. for the first time. Finally, actually, I can see finally. your full body and not just your head. Yeah, yeah. I have legs. <laughs> I have legs. Um, it's, yeah, people don't know that yeah. we haven't met up to record one single episode. Yeah. Yeah, and so this is pretty, yeah, this is pretty amazing. Thank God. I, yeah, thank God for this entire thing. I never pictured this to go this far mm-hmm. or to become any of what it is or anything of what it is right now. Mm-hmm. Um, thank God for all things. Yeah. Yes. Such a blessing, especially during Corona times, you know, just like stay connected, mm-hmm. actually push ourselves to learn all these things. Um, yeah, we're so blessed to be here. Yeah. And we're so thankful for you guys, our listeners. Because honestly, without your topics, without your suggestions, without your support, as cheesy as it sounds, mm-hmm. um, I don't think we would be anywhere near motivated yeah, and yeah, where we are today. So yeah. and don't stop reaching out, please. Yeah, I, I promise I'm approachable. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. so we're kicking off this season with Maria. Tell our listeners what we're talking about. Ooh, okay. Speaking of which, um, we thank you for your support and we're really hoping to meet you guys. So keep an eye out on all our social medias because we will be announcing something exciting soon where God willing we can get to meet uh, the whole EAM community and actually get to speak with you guys face to face. If you guys are looking to join EAM in any capacity, please shoot any of us a message. We're always open for applications. (laughs) We're always looking and recruiting people and we'd love to keep adding to our team. Yeah. Get it? <laughs> <laughs> um, and throughout the course of season three, you might notice um, that there's a voice missing. And um, we're very upset about it. But um, Marina has not left us, but she will be missing a few episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we just wanted to give you guys a heads up about that before we uh, mm-hmm. begin anything um she's here in spirit yes. she's here in spirit and she hasn't left that's important yeah. yeah we will miss you marina please pray for us yes <laughs> all so, right season three yeah let's tell them what we're talking about Ooh, here. okay so this was a whirlwind of ideas that came together mm-hmm. uh, and after so many discussions this is what we came up with and we hope that you guys will enjoy it and will be on board so we wanted to touch on a lot of verses that are a little bit difficult to understand And especially those verses that are relating to women. But then we thought, instead of kind of having a um, list of of difficult verses and just like, you know, addressing one one by one, we decided to make something a little bit more edifying and thinking of the reason why these verses sometimes seem a little bit difficult for us to understand is because we don't understand the initial design that God intended for several topics. So for, for our humanity, our sexuality, our marriage, our life. And so we decided to, instead of having one episode per verse, we're going to have, God willing, addressing 
um, episodes addressing God's design for different things in our lives. And so hopefully we can understand the verses in the Bible that are a little bit more difficult to understand within those lenses or within that perspective of what God initially planned for it. And I think in order to address any of these things, we have to begin with context. We have to begin with a fundamental Mm -hmm. understanding of who we are and what we were made to be in the first place not what we have become yes what we have allowed ourselves to become at least absolutely but how we were created and intended to be in the first place with that said open up your bibles to genesis chapter one and let's start things off in the name of the father the son the holy spirit one god amen in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth the earth was without form and void and darkness was on the face of the deep and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then, Ge- then God said, Let there be light. And there was light. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. So the evening and the morning were the first day. Then God said, Let there be a firmament in the midst of the waters, and let it divide the waters from the waters. Thus God made the firmament, and divided the waters from which were under the firmament, from the waters which were above the firmament, and it was so. And God called the firmament heaven, so the evening and the morning were the second day. Then God said, Let the waters under the heavens be gathered together into one place, and let the dry land appear, and it was so. And God called the dry land earth, and the gathering together of the waters he called seas. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth grass, the herb that yields seed, and the fruit tree that yields fruit according to its kind, whose seed is in itself and on the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass, the herb that yields seed according to its kind, and the tree that yields fruit, whose seed is in itself according to its kind, and God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the third day. Then God said, Let there be lights in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night, and let them be for signs and seasons and for days and years, and let them be for lights in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth, and it was so. Then God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day, and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also. God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light on the earth and to rule over the day and over the night and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. So the evening and the morning were the fourth day. Then God said, let the waters abound with an abundance of living creatures and let birds fly above the earth across the face of the firmament of the heavens. So God created great sea creatures and every living thing that moves with which the waters abounded according to their kind and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters and the seas, and let birds multiply on the earth. So the evening and the morning were the fifth day. Then God said, Let the earth bring forth the living creature according to its kind, cattle and creeping thing and beast of the earth, each according to its kind, and it was so. And God made the beast of the earth according to its kind, cattle according to its kind, and everything that creeps on the earth according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, according to our likeness. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. 
Then God blessed them, and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply, fill the earth and subdue it, have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves on the earth. And God said, See, I have given you every herb that yields seed which is on the face of all the earth, and every tree whose fruits yield seed, to you it shall be for food. Also to every beast of the earth, to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth in which there is life, I have given every green herb for food, and it was so. Then God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. So the evening and the morning were the sixth day. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God of Okay, so much to unpack. Yeah. Where do we start? Yeah. Ooh, okay. I think the first thing that kind of strikes me is the the huge difference between the way God creates everything up to the fifth day mm-hmm. versus the way he creates men. Right. And so, um, St. Basil, by the way, we're going to be quoting St. Basil throughout this entire series and you guys are going to get so fed up. Specifically on the human condition yeah. by Saint Basil. On the human condition, we encourage you guys to read it because it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, but Saint Basil speaks about how he, God, God creates everything with a divine command. There's mm-hmm. one word: let there be X, and X happens. Light, darkness, waters, firmament, everything. But when it comes to man, he slows down and he says, "Let us make." There's synergy there. There's an active process. There's a project. That's happening. There's a let us make involved. It's not just a one-time thing. And not only that, but there is a conversation between the Trinity. There mm-hmm. is a deliberation mm-hmm. where he doesn't just say, let there be, but rather, let us make the human being according to our likeness and or our image and then our likeness. It's not passive. It's not uh, like haphazardly made. Mm-hmm. It's very thoughtful. Yes. Thoughtful. And and referenced, right, to his image and his likeness. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And St. Basil says, you have to learn your own dignity. Like, please understand that, you know, the human being is so different from just the divine command. Yeah, I love that also, I, like, I never thought of this before, but it's interesting because I feel like when you build something, it, it's not very smart to build completely from scratch. Mm where even God had a reference. He created us according to his own image and likeness. This is the perfect thing that has worked, that mm-hmm. works. Yeah. And this is how, I'm, this is my reference for making you now, for creating you actually. Mm. Yeah. And the, the intense love that God would bestow on us to be in his image and in his likeness, not just another creature, yeah. but to, to ultimately be united with him, to become partakers of the divine nature. Yeah. So even right down to he was saying, you know, animals were, who are four-legged mm. um, are created to look down at the stomach and um, below that because their focus is constantly pleasures and satiety. Like it's to, mm. yeah. Whereas we were created looking upwardly. Mm-hmm. And so even in that way, there are differences, right? There's, um, like Maria mentioned, like the first time that there is a, like actual thought process that we read about going into the creation of man mm-hmm. versus just one word and it being over and done with it, right? And what seems mm-hmm. like a minute. Um, I think another also really like prevalent difference is we read further onwards about the breath of mm-hmm. the breath of life of life being given to man versus mm. 
not to beast because we are made in his image and likeness. Like that is so set apart. Right. Mm-hmm. And like just to add on to that, God doesn't give life apart from him because he is life. So mm-hmm. when we we are given the breath of life, that is the Holy Spirit. Like God mm-hmm. endows or endows on Adam and Eve the Holy Spirit because otherwise, you know, you, you can just like, yeah, he is life. So he it's not mm-hmm. like he's giving something separate from him, which is crazy to be thinking that you are made in the image and likeness of Christ through the Father's goodwill and you're given the Holy Spirit as life. Mm-hmm. In fact, this might be like super side note, mm. but... Um, Apparently in Hebrew, to set apart, the word kudush means to set apart. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Mm. But it also means sanctified or holy. And so even during our liturgy, when we say something is set apart, when we say that the chalice or the patent is set apart, mm. it is now being made, it's, it's, it's set apart, it's being chosen to do one specific thing. And that thing, that holiness is always for God. And so now this pattern or this chalice is set apart for God. Mm-hmm. And so we were also made with kudush, like we were also made holy. We were also made sanctified and set apart. And so that leads us perfectly into, okay, so what does all of this mean? What is our purpose? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Our purpose is to be sanctified and set mm-hmm. apart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Um, it is to be dedicated to God. It mm-hmm. is so that me as a human being give what is his which is what we say in liturgy mm. like to give back what is his, what is his yes exactly mm. right yeah. yeah yeah so true and it to i think to start off genesis is just so critical to us understanding our purpose our life or everything because it helps us see that we're in the image okay what does the image mean because you know when we were like yeah. in elementary and we we're like well we don't all look the same so how are we all created in the image of the likeness yes. of god and it's like saint basil again explains and, and many church fathers that we're not made in the image and likeness of god in terms of our bodies because he says how can the corruptible which is our body mm-hmm. be made in the image of the incorruptible or how can the changing be made in the image of the unchanging mm-hmm. right like and he's like he's very medical even in his his way of explaining things he's like you look different when you're sick versus healthy you change over Mm. your lifetime the way you look so of course we're not made in the image and likeness in terms of our body but in terms of our soul and the soul is made rational and rational think of rationality think of logic we are literally made according to the logos the logic the word of god oh i absolutely love that yeah um just going back to like what it means for us i feel like um Hmm. it's so funny to me because it's like we weren't created at this point right like this is before us so what did we do to deserve to be set apart from these other things what did we do to deserve anything absolutely nothing why did he even take like a special interest in creating humankind Mm -hmm. like these are things that i I, we're never like his love Mm -hmm. we're never going to be able to like wrap our minds around but it just shows how much he loves us to a point of like creating us and just like wanting us to to unite with him like you were saying like that's the ultimate goal is like uniting with him Mm -hmm. yeah and like we see the love more so when he decided to become to take on flesh yes exactly right to come down and to be like us like he he is our creator Mm -hmm. he is our maker Mm -hmm. and chose to be yeah yeah like i'm trying to think of an analogy and i can't yeah, like like he wants to unite with us in such a intimate, Deep, intimate way. way. Yeah, like exactly. even like like communion. It's like like he wants to unite with us even on a cellular level. Like mm-hmm. genuinely, like he wants to be in us. Yes, right. Physically, us and him and he and us. Yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, you reminded me of actually something. Say, uh, uh, sorry, Abuna Anthony Paul was saying that mm-hmm. from the from the sermon you recommended that he came down so he can remind us of what the ultimate human is supposed to look like. So mm-hmm. he creates us in his image and likeness, but over the lifetime of the Old Testament, humanity loses what it's meant to be, what it's meant to look like, and so he comes down again as the ultimate human being mm-hmm. to show us this is what you were intended to look like. And then Pilate gives him the testimony at the end, yes. and he tells him, "Behold the." man behold the one who um portrays all of what humanity is supposed to be wow yeah Yeah. it's actually amazing how like it's it's so beautiful how much glory he gave us before we had to do anything to deserve it like it really shows you that there is nothing that man can truly do in order to gain the glory or the honor there is no like there is nothing deserving Mm -hmm. because he made me first Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like he made me first and ascribed unto me this honor and this glory. Whereas it's not like I was created and then did something. And so he gave me the glory and the mm-hmm. honor. Mm-hmm. And so it was unconditional from the beginning. Yeah. Um, and so when you focus on what is taken, what is the human being? For it is just dust. When you understand the one doing the molding, the human is great. Indeed, he is nothing because of the material, but great through the honor. So coming back to what you're saying, we will never do anything that deserves this honor, but he's already bestowed it on us from the beginning. Mm -hmm. I think what we need to do now is actually acquire the likeness because uh, we have these two things. We have the image that's bestowed on us from the beginning, no merit whatsoever, but the likeness is something that we build. And St. Basil explains that by our creation, we by default have the first, we have the image. But by our free choice, we build the second. Mm. So we're created in the image and likeness of God, we have his freedom, we have his free will. Now we can choose to use this free will to get closer to him and to become more and more in his likeness, or we could choose to go away from him. And so St. Mary, the reason why our church Mm. loves her so much Mm -hmm. is because she embodies to the closest kind of possible way what humanity is supposed to respond to Christ. So when God says, let us make, she responds, let it be unto me. Yes. And so she tells the angel. And so, and that's why the Theotokeia is sung in Tazbeha. We always like, or I always, Mm. I hated, (laughs) not hated, but like, I just felt like it was so boring that we were singing like a 17 part hymn. And it's all just like, this is like her. This mm-hmm. is like her. This is, And I didn't understand what this all meant. But all of these things don't just point to her. It points to my dignity as well. Mm. It points to what I am supposed to be. And so when it says, you know, she's the second tabernacle. Mm-hmm. Well, what was the tabernacle in the Old Testament? It was like the temple. Mm. And I am also, don't, do you not know that you are the temple of God and the Holy Spirit dwells within right. you? And so you are also supposed to be all of those things. Mm. And that scares me. Like, (laughs) to know that I'm supposed to be like St. Mary, Mm. I am ways away from... Mm. Because she embodies the ultimate submission, and we talk about that all Mm. the time. Submission. Mm. That's a tricky (laughs) word. That's a tricky word. (laughs) Give me a second. (laughs) No, no, keep going. Yeah, so what is submission? Mm. Really? Like, mm. let's define it. What is, some, is it? Is it being a doormat to, like, are we called to be a doormat to God? And mm. I think that's will? how the world defines it right, right. now. Mm. And I think that's why we have issues with certain passages in the Bible. Because yeah. we start off with, like, a really superficial, mm. untrue, mm. most of the time, definition of right. these words. Or we think it's, like, 
put all your plans and your hopes and dreams in the garbage and then have to accept just kind of blindly whatever God puts before you. Or our mind immediately goes to a certain scenario of mm. like submission, meaning submission to a man, meaning no, meaning feminism. feminism. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I think we need to like refresh. Yes. Reroute, yeah. like go back yes. to the beginning and see what submission was originally intended to mean. Mm, right. In fact... St. Basil doesn't even talk about man's submission until very, like, way mm. later. Mm. In the beginning, he talks about how everything submits to us. Mm. Because he gives this, like, when we say that God makes beauty out of the broken, mm. or, you know, he makes things shiny when it was actually, like, dust, it's true. Because he gave us glory when we were originally made out of, like, dust. Nothing. We were yeah. made out of nothing. And so... St. Basil really goes on like this rant. Um, and I love this. It's like most of the book is like this. Um, where he talks about how all of the power... So he says, first, the power to rule was conferred on you. Mm. So why do you serve the passions as a slave? You were appointed ruler of creation and you have renounced the nobility of your own nature. Mm. Right? He talks about how does the whole aquatic creation at the appearance of one human being change form? It no longer has freedom of movement in its way of life. It does not boldly swim up to the surface of the sea or the tidal pool. And I always like remember this quote and think about like when you're at a beach or when you're entering the ocean, the birds like they or the birds, the fish don't just like swim into you. They swim around you. Mm. Right? Oh, interesting. The human like he just talks about all of these things. He talks about how um he says the human being doesn't ascend into the air, but he flies along with the winged creatures by the power of thought. Hmm. For nothing holds back thought. It searches through things in the deep. It pursues things on the earth. It grasps beforehand things in the air. And in giving us the power to become like God... Oh, I read this already. So yeah, so it's very much like... He... Yeah, you may not fly like the birds, but you know what? He has given you reason and logic to be able to reach those types thoughts that high up or mm. thoughts that deep or you know like he he really sh- like he really shows you how all of the glory and the honor has been given to you and the fact that we don't feel it right now is our own fault mm. Mm. you know what i mean yeah Do so better. you're saying like that like <laughs> submission is like more freeing because mm. you can know exactly more, right okay exactly. <laughs> yeah. it's it's yeah it's when you submit to Christ mm. and you release yourself from the bond of passion. Exactly. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We tend to get it mixed, right? Yeah. We're like, oh, why can't I do that thing? Because Submitting. of church or because of yeah. uh, mama and baba or because uh, like so many rules. So many, so many rules. Christianity. I'm so restricted. Yeah. Christianity, so many rules, doesn't let me do all of the fun things that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Saint Basil, love this quote. Mm says, what is Christianity? Likeness to God as far as is possible for human nature. Mm. And so if anything becomes your goal, yeah, if you get right. anything out of this series, it's if you're doing everything wrong, at least do this right. <laughs> Focus on this and you will be fine. Likeness to God as far as is possibly possible. As far as possible. Yeah, as possibly possible. Exactly. <laughs> and who is more free than God? We seek freedom away from him. Mm-hmm. He, he created everything. Exactly. Yeah. He is the ultimate. He's mm-hmm. the most he freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's it, going based off of what you said. Like I feel like submission is coming to that point where you can be happy with anything that comes from God. So we know that like God obviously like um, 
he doesn't create evil. So he, 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 like the evil things, they don't come maybe directly from him. It could come from the people around you, from the devil, from our own weakness. But at the end of the day, it's kind of recognizing that um, we're submitting to God and that we're being patient and we're accepting any kind of trial and any kind of hardship in our lives with patience, with joy, and kind of going through that with him and like allowing him in our lives so that he can help us through it, if mm-hmm. that makes any sense. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Because as you said at the beginning, like he didn't need to create us. So he, he created us purely out of love. Mm-hmm. So there's no way he's going to create us and then drop us now and be like, ah, okay, psych, now you got to yeah. figure it out by yourself. No. So the submission is actually to continue living in the freedom he intended. Otherwise, we'd be like believing in deism, which is like he created the yeah. world and left it. Mm, yeah. Exactly. So question, hmm. what does this mean for a woman like me? Ooh, means a lot of things. <laughs> okay. Explain. I think. Mm, yeah. No, go ahead. I was going to say, like, the cliche thing that maybe we mention a lot, but I, I personally struggle with a lot, is the self-esteem and the self-confidence. Yes. But when you realize, like, who you are and the divine attributes that were given to you and that were bestowed upon you, like, it's crazy. St. Basil says... Um, He's like, why does he suddenly change from like, oh, let there be and then Mm. let us make. He's like, did God like suddenly lose his skill or did he have like anxiety over creating man? He's like, of course not, right? He creates his masterpiece to completion and perfection and exactitude. So he intends to show you by his slowing down and by his changing tone that you are perfect before God, Mm. which is crazy. So then I'm like, okay, if, if I even don't consider myself perfect or if mm. I am so careful and self-conscious of what other people think about me, who cares? Because God considers me perfect already. That to me is so hard to like let sink in because I feel mm. like I could look at someone and be like, yes, you are God's creation. I, mm. I think of everyone mm. else and everything else as God's creation, but I'm not for some reason. Like mm-hmm. I forget that like it's talking about me. That's me. Right. Yeah. It is I am me. that. <laughs> yeah. And I think actually like all of scripture, mm. when we read it personally. Yes. It can mean... It changes. Yeah, yeah, it changes things. Yeah. Yeah. So right, too, because mm-hmm. it's like... Or if I get really angry at somebody or I get really, like, yeah. mad at somebody, and then you have to realize, like, we're all dust. So we're all equal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're all, there's no dust particle that is prettier than the other, yeah. but we're all bestowed the same honor. So whatever is beautiful in the scripture, we have to believe to all of us. Mm-hmm. And whatever, you know, whatever sin that I have towards my brother or my sister, I have to completely deny because I am mm-hmm. dust just like they are. I like that. It goes both ways. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, St. Basil, again, if we haven't belabored his work already. (laughs) Um, So he says, but that nobody may ignorantly ascribe the name of the human only to the man. Mm. It adds male and female, he created them. Right. So what does this mean? He says, the woman also possesses creation according to the image of God, as indeed does the man. The natures are alike of equal honor. The virtues are equal. The struggles equal and the judgment alike. So let her not say, I am weak. The weakness is in the flesh, in the soul is the power. Mm. This is so encouraging. It is. (laughs) And he goes on to say, actually, when has man been able to match the nature of women in patiently passing through her own life? When has man been able to imitate the vigor of women in fastings, the love of toil and prayers, the abundance in tears, and the readiness for good works? So... And so we weren't... God didn't... Like... I always confuses me when someone comes up to me and says, like, well, God thinks women are less than men. Why would he have created them so? Mm-hmm. Exactly. In the mm-hmm. first place. Like, what? Just to further oppress us or something? Like, 
<laughs> yeah, I'm gonna make them and then hate them. Ah, yeah, like, like it right. doesn't make sense. It yeah. doesn't make sense. He created us of equal honor, of equal virtue. He sees us equal in that way, and we're also judged alike, mm-hmm. which is both scary but comforting in some ways. Mm-hmm. You know? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And if you think about a relationship between a man and a woman, supposedly imitates the Trinity. There is no hierarchy in the Trinity. They are all equal. Mm. And so we're exactly like that. It's our world that messes it up. And I think our world messes it up and then goes through the other extreme of like, oh no, we're going to fix everything that religion supposedly got messed up. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, feminism. (laughs) I feel like uh, people confuse, and we can move this to like uh, the next episode, but Mm. I feel like people confuse the idea between having different roles and having different like levels of like stature. Like just because we have different roles or like different um, things maybe different struggles or whatever that doesn't yes. mean that one is greater than the other one is less than the other it's just different so true uh, yeah. and don't you just like hate that game like mm. okay i have the thing where like if i'm going through a tough time and i see someone anyone oh bro i had like three midterms oh yeah i had five and also <laughs> yeah. full time. like yeah the one i hate the i hate that. the my life is worse game yes like let's just keep topping each other because it Honestly, it's depressing. Mm-hmm. If I'm an outsider looking at two people doing this, I'm like, wow, both of you suck equally. Like, <laughs> this sucks. Yeah. Um, and so why would I ever play that? Right. Oh, he has it harder. Like, mm-hmm. lucky him. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, no. No, yeah. no let's yeah. not play that game. Mm-hmm. I don't want to play that game. Totally agree. I think the other implication um, and my other big takeaway is like what it means to be in the likeness of God, it's not as complicated as we might make it seem. St. Basil, again, kind of summarizes it. He's like, if you become a hater of evil, free of Mm -hmm. anger and rancor, um, not remembering yesterday's enmity, if you become brother-loving, compassionate, you are like God. If you forgive your enemy from your heart, you are like God. If as... If as God is toward you, the sinner, you become toward your brother who has wronged you, you are like God. And he continues and says, like, it's basically just having a heart of compassion that you may put on Christ, which is what St. Paul says. And so if we put on Christ, if we have the mind of Christ, we attain this likeness. Mm -hmm. It's not some, like, Mm -hmm. like, of course, there is mystery in it. There is grace, but it's not so far removed from us. I love that you said that because you're right. It makes it super, like, um, like... Not, I don't want to say step by step, but mm. like just super like do little things that yeah. matter and you aren't like God. And I love that you bring that up because it's like, how am I striving to be something if I don't know what that thing is? So it, like being in his likeness is such an abstract um, idea to someone who doesn't know what God, who God is. Exactly. So it's like you have to get to know him first. How? Through words, through prayer, through all like reading the Bible. That's how you get to know him. So you know what you are to be like. Exactly. Hence the incarnation. Yes. You know, uh-huh. you see Jesus and you're like, okay, my model. It Mirror. all makes sense. Yes. Exactly. It all makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, just because this episode is meant to kind of give us that fa- like fa- very basic foundational understanding for the next episodes, St. Basil also says, if you look toward our nature alone, it is nothing and is worthy of nothing. But if you look toward the honor with which he was honored, the human is great. And so regardless of whether you're male or female or Mm. whatever, um, the human is great not because of what we made ourselves to be, Mm -hmm. but because of the honor that he gave to us Mm -hmm. and then further mirrored when he came down. Yes. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. No, really. I think like my takeaway from this is literally just going to be look up, keep my eyes on him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like we actually conclude that a lot in a lot of our episodes. It's always mm-hmm. like, look to him. Just look to him. It's true. Yeah. yeah. It's and what we were meant yeah. to be. Yeah. His yeah. honor, 
his glory like just everything is his yeah. yes everything is his and all i can do is give it back to him mm-hmm. kind of like the center woman yeah. <laughs> <laughs> insert shameless plug here that would be the best friend yeah Anyways, but that's it's never true. gonna yes happen. literally i'm just no, gonna go quote her for the rest of my life no mm-hmm. that's it that's <laughs> so i yeah. think that says it all mm-hmm. yeah i think yeah look up and and remember that you have the ultimate power the ultimate authority over nature saint gregory of nyssa i believe yeah, St. Gregory of Nessa says that when you, he says like a really cool analogy, when you're preparing like a party to honor somebody or say like a surprise birthday party, you bring the honored guest at the very end. Oh, yes. Not because, oh, it's so cool. Not because they're the least important. They're actually kind of the most honored or the most important and the VIP of that event. Stop. But it's because you want to get everything ready for them before they arrive. And so that's what God does with all mm-hmm. of creation. He prepares everything so that Adam and Eve can come in crowned with glory and honor and have everything under their authority. Mm -hmm. And so we have authority over nature and we see that in our ability to fly planes and catch fish and tame lions. But most importantly, according to St. Basil and according to the church fathers, we have this authority over ourselves that we can rule our own passions. We can stop our thoughts. We can have authority over the devil. We have this victory in Christ. And so when we look up, when we are in Christ, nothing can possibly overcome Mm -hmm. us. Yes. I will stop ranting here. No, that will, yes. I think I blushed halfway through. Yes. You make me blush. Like, you prepared all that for me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I think look up is a great, is a great way to sum it all. Yeah. I think if you're ever feeling lost in your, like, in humanity, mm-hmm. or if you just feel like, as a woman, I feel so put down or so let down, the only satisfactory answer is to look at the start of it. Mm-hmm. Yes. What it was intended to be. And then, like, if anything, take comfort in that. Mm-hmm. Take comfort in wh- what you see now, what it has become, mm-hmm. was not the original intention. Yes. And your original intention was so much more glorious and honorable than what humans have created it to be mm-hmm. and what society and the world pushes women to be. Mm-hmm. Where you're worth so much more than that. Yeah. The, the maker, mm-hmm. the original creator of it all, intended for you to be so much more. Yes. Yeah. One last quote. Mm-hmm. To like say exactly what you were saying. St. Basil said, he says, You were born that you might see God. Not that your life might be dragged down on the earth. Not that you might have the pleasure of beasts, but that you might achieve heavenly citizenship. Mm-hmm. So we just have to remember our purpose is so much greater than what it is yeah. right now. Yeah. Please. Heavenly citizenship. That's yeah. amazing. I love that. Guys, if you can't tell, I'm the only one who did not read the book and I want you to know, <laughs> listeners, I'm reading it with you. Like, yeah, well, we're, we're starting with I'm going to read it with you. The like, series might just No, you guys convinced me. What a condition. beautiful, yeah, yeah. such a beautiful A reflection. Book. Yes, yes, yeah. No, I loved it. It's a great book. Pick mm-hmm. it up. It's small. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's small. Yeah, I think uh, personally too, like just relating to what Maria said about like it kind of reflects taking it as a reflection of who I am in Christ personally um I can't even remember oh personally what I wanted to do is kind of go back to the first episode of Mm, identity identity. because honestly um in hindsight like we were talking so much about our identity in Christ so now knowing this glory uh the creation story all of this right now and having that in mind I feel like going back and listening to that talk too it's just gonna like set it in stone yes Yes, that like i am created like i am fearfully and wonderfully made i and actually like let that sink in not just like words i say in a song or you know yeah she says in a song yeah (laughs) 
Love to translate it, Melody. Check it out. I only plug it. Sound fun. <laughs> All right. Shall we pray? Yes, we yeah. shall. In the name of Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Thank you, Lord, for always being with us um, in this podcast, Lord. I ask that you give us each and every one of us an understanding of all of this. Um, it's really hard, God, to be able to completely understand why you made us, why you love us, God. It's all so beyond the scope of our understanding. But Lord, when we look to you, at the end of the day, all we see is love. And we see that you've put in so much work and effort in making us feel loved and making us feel honored and and having us share in your glory and your honor when you never had to. You put so much effort in that. And Lord, I, I want to thank you for that and thank you for making us partake in that. I ask God that you help us and our Eam sisters, Lord, to always look to you in our hard times, whether that be um, looking down on ourselves, looking down on others, that we look up to you and remember how it all started, remember where we came from, remember who we are, um, and never allow the world to define us and give us that definition, Lord. Through the intercessions of Virgin Mary and all our Eam saints, hear us when we say with all thanksgiving, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us all of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into any temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. In Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Whether you'd like more information on resources used in this episode, want to suggest a topic, or leave your feedback, please visit our website, emisher.com. And even if you just want to talk, feel free to reach out to one of your Eam sisters. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function, so we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you're listening and follow us on our Instagram and Facebook pages. Thank you.